Hello and welcome to It's More Than Money. It's More Than Money is a focus to bring you inspiring stories from real people who strive to improve every day. People who aren't willing to settle for the status quo, they've shaken off any limiting beliefs they might have had and they've just gone after what they really want in life. We'll have all kinds of guests, we'll have business owners, entrepreneurs, masters of the mind, industry game changers and money experts who will all, through their own stories, provide invaluable insights into creating a life you never thought possible. Our first podcast guest is Tanya Kolar. Tanya is a success coach based in Canada, host of The Mindset Mentor, president and founder of Ignite Life Mastery and best-selling author of Breaking the Stupid Mold. Quite the repertoire. I'm really looking forward to chatting to Tanya today. All right. Hello, Tanya. Welcome. How are you? Oh, fantastic. Thanks so much for having me on the, on the show. I really appreciate your time because you are... Uh, sitting around Sunday night somewhere on Wednesday in Canada. And I think with your busy schedule, I'm really happy that you've actually been able to free up the time and talk to me. Oh, you're welcome. I think it's pretty cool that we can do this and communicate from, you know, this amazing distance. Yeah, yep, absolutely. I agree. Technology these days serves some pretty cool purposes, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So I want to touch on first uh, your book, Amazon Bestseller. Break the stupid mold. Can you uh, give me some insights on that, please? Yeah. How, how uh, I guess, sorry to cut in, how a reader would really benefit from it because it has, it has come about for you from your own personal experiences and your own personal practice. So you, you've lived it, which I believe gives you a, a very rightful permission to write about it. You know, I'm really excited about the book because the book really was, um, the impetus for the book really was that, to help the reader, to help the reader uh, navigate the challenges in life. You know, we all have challenges. Uh, we, we cannot escape the planet without having challenges. And so, you know, how do we learn from our challenges? You know, that's my goal is to help people understand that your biggest challenges in life can be your absolute biggest blessings. And, you know, the, the, the events and experiences that I've had in, in my life, uh, some quite traumatic, where I've learned to find the gift in that. Um, you know, so many of us are struggling with self-doubt, self sabotage limiting beliefs and those limiting beliefs play a factor into absolutely every aspect of our lives and we play small and we're not meant to play small we are meant to have beautiful big extraordinary lives to be our best selves and it's our negative programming that gets in the way and for me personally I was able to really you know first become aware of what my limiting programming was and how it was preventing me from living the life that I wanted to live and I I thought was impossible you know because of all of these limitations that um, you know, I picked up through through childhood, essentially. So tell me about those as limitations. What uh, would be the standout limitations that were you identified that were really hindering you, like you said, in living the life you really wanted? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that... Um, you know, okay, so the book is, is called Breaking the Stupid Mold. And it's really meant <laughs> it's really meant as a double entendre, right? Because a mold, what a mold to me is, is the uh, accumulation of negative thoughts, patterns, habits, and beliefs. And that mold dictates your entire life. It's the mm. silent dictator buried in the subconscious and it's controlling your your actions your thoughts your actions and your behaviors and so um you know one of my biggest beliefs was that i truly believed that i was stupid and so it oh, was, i see yeah well you when you were saying about the title of the book yeah 
Yes. Yeah, okay. absolutely. And so, you know, it was one thing that was said to me, uh, you know, as a child, I, I, I was about probably four years old. And that one thing dictated my life for decades. And, mm. you know, I was unaware of it. And I finally started to uncover, um, you know, the pattern that I had. So no matter what I did and how successful I was or, you know, how intelligent people said I was, I believed that I was not smart enough. Um, you know, I was always trying to, you know, work harder. Because work of harder. that one instance as a child, that one event. That one event yeah. as a four-year-old that ran my life uh, <laughs> in, in my teens, in my 20s, in my 30s. <laughs> I finally got a little bit smarter in my 40s. <laughs> Thank goodness, yeah. Just make sure you don't go ask that same person again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. So what what is it within yourself that has been or is a constant challenge because I know even my personal experience and firmly, firmly of the belief that there's so many people out there that have the same challenges that our, our minds can tend to go down a, a bit of a rabbit warren because mm -hmm. our brains are wired to protect us. That's just mm -hmm. our caveman wiring. That's how we tick. So if there's any element of fear, if there's any element of something out there that's scary, our brain automatically tells us to pull our head in stay where you are, it's not safe to go where you think you wanted to go. So mm -hmm. that constant reminder of stay safe and stay in your comfort zone, that's a challenge in itself. But what in particular was, is a, or was a constant challenge for you and how did you overcome it? What sort of practices did you put in place? Well, I would say that, you know, one of the biggest challenges is, you know, the belief that, uh, you know, I'm not enough or I don't deserve. So that was a really, really strong belief. Uh, and that took a lot of time to overcome. Uh, and so I think that's the biggest belief affecting the planet is the belief that we are not enough. Mm -hmm. And so many people relate to that. And so we, we are enough. We were born into a beautiful, extraordinary world and we're meant to have an extraordinary life. But life literally gets in the way. And so we forget that. So one of the ways that I overcame this, well, first you have to have the awareness that there's mm. something there um, and, and, and be willing to, to delve deeper and to look and see what is holding you back. And one of the things for me, um, I had an experience that was a complete total shakeup. Um, you know, I suffered from post-traumatic stress disorder from that, but that, that negative experience turned out to be extraordinary because I was able to learn from that. You know, and then to to uncover a lot of the patterning that I had, the beliefs that were the negative beliefs that I had, the beliefs that you know I was not I was not enough, not good enough, wasn't deserving of a better life, and so I really learned to reprogram my mind. You know, I had to um, imprint. So, so how did you do mind. that? How did you do it? What sort of practices did you put in place to change, as you said, change that negative experience, which the way you're talking about it was actually quite a valuable experience and it, and it caused you to shift your thinking and start yes. shift your mindset. Now, as hard as that would have been, as I was saying, with that sort of event that goes on uh, that causes post-traumatic stress, that, that's quite severe. So how do you turn that around? How do you get up off the ground and go, right, I've got to change this for the better? What sort of practices well, did you put in place and how did you get started? First thing, put one, one foot in front of the other and you just keep on moving. Start small. It's, you start, you got to start small, yeah. 100%. Because, you know, when, you, when you've got this big giant end goal, if you don't take those small steps, it feels and becomes impossible. So, you know, and it'd, be, it'd be quite overwhelming, wouldn't it, if you set your height sights too high too soon? So start mm -hmm. small, inch by inch. 
Yeah, you know, yeah, inch okay. by inch, just keep on moving. Know that life is a cycle. And so you're always in the ups or the downs. And if you're in the downs, you're going to hit the ups. And when you're in mm. the ups, you're going to hit those lows. So you've got to keep moving. Life experiences are meant to be temporary. So with that awareness, yeah, okay. you can navigate through those challenges. One of the biggest things that uh, was, I would say, the most helpful in reprogramming the mind was affirmations. Repetition is key to creating new neural pathways and so okay. if we can overwrite some of those negative thoughts that are running through our minds you know we have up to you know 60,000 or so average thoughts um, per day That's and amazing isn't it and uh, it seems like a lot of them are repetitive so we end up ruminating the same potentially negative thoughts day in day out so as you said it's about the pattern pattern of those thoughts which creates 100 yeah. yeah, so we're repeating those negative patterns and we live our life based on that. So all of our actions, behaviors, you know, come from that. So if we can overwrite that, you know, and we can, we absolutely can do that. You know, it's going to take a little bit of work and a little bit of time, but it is so worth the effort. It is unbelievable when you can start now reprogramming the mind. It could be one thing that you say to yourself, simple, I deserve. If you repeat that constantly throughout the day, that's going to start to, you know, to, to you know, challenge those negative thoughts. So that's a really big one, a great way to, to imprint the subconscious mind. Also writing. So write out what it is that you want and, you know, create the life that you want through writing it out, speaking it out loud. Our language is so important um, because, again, our language also creates our reality. So be very mindful. I became very mindful of my language and then I started to realize that, oh, wow, I'm saying things that are kind of inappropriate to the um, experience. So when you say your language and you say things, is it, is it, I would imagine it's both. It's the self-talk and the way you talk or communicate about things to other people. Yes, uh, in both, absolutely. Yeah, okay. And it's just interesting because, you know, you'll say, I, I remember saying something and I said, oh, it was, I was mortified. And it was such a little thing. It was like, that's not a mortifying experience. It was nothing. It's insignificant, um, but that was my language, right? Yeah, and I okay. thought, well, so I started to become aware of those types of uh, behaviors, the patterning, and I started to switch it. So, um, you know, when you can uh, implement a new technique, new strategies, you know, it really affects your mindset. And your mindset is related to absolutely everything in your life. And if you can develop a strong mindset, the results will follow. And, de and developing that strong mindset comes with the affirmations. So telling yourself a different story. So the story that you have learned, and you touched on this earlier, the story that you've been programmed to think about yourself, the story of yourself, in your example, you're stupid. So the mm -hmm. story you were told is the one that you kept repeating in your own mind. So it's really, it's actually quite simple and it's quite logical, isn't it? Because you got told a story, you latched onto it and believed it to be true. Yeah. So in essence, if it can happen that easy 20, 30, 40 years ago, then you can do exactly the same now. You can start yeah, with the same thought. Sad. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's interesting, isn't it? Because we all get caught up in the belief because our minds as children are so impressionable. It's where we download everything, almost everything that we become. So it becomes so ingrained in us. We identify with those thoughts and we identify with what we were told. When in actual fact, it's not the truth in a lot of cases. And, and as well, on the, on the flip side, there's a lot of things we do learn and pick up that serve us very well in life. So it's not all about everything we learned as a child is bad. But 
I think it's important what we're talking about here is that what we do identify is not serving as well, we change it so we can live an even better life now. Yeah, indeed. I mean, if something is serving you, then fantastic, because also yeah. it provides it provides the opposite of what you don't want in your life. Yeah, right? absolutely. So take it to that extreme. But oftentimes we're picking up, um, you know, parents or caregivers insecurities. We're picking up their beliefs and they picked it up through, you know, their ancestral DNA. And so mm. we are living a falsehood, essentially beliefs that don't even belong to us. And that's where the real uh, limitations begin. And so there, it's, it's so important to become aware of it. So if we're stuck in a pattern, if we're not living the life that we want in any area, whether that be, uh, you know, career, relationship, finance, if we're not where we want to be, there's something there. So we have to really shed a light on that and say, well, what is it? Is there something here? And if you look for it, you will find it. There's something there that is holding you back. We often don't yeah. know what that is. I have a process and technique in my book, several of them, to help people identify what their limiting beliefs are and then to break them, to break that pattern so yeah. that they can reach the, the, their full potential in all aspects of their lives. Can you, are you able to give us uh, three tips? So you spoke about affirmations and uh, the, what are three tips to really help them start sticking? So affirmations when you start often can be, I guess a little bit unbelievable. They feel a little bit unnatural. If you're particularly mm -hmm. if you're used to a, a, some self-talk or a story that says you're stupid, for example, mm -hmm. how do you make them stick, or is it just a matter of just keep doing every every day and they will continue to stick? What what are three things you could probably? So I think you? that you know it may be individual, depending on the person yeah. and what is going to work for them, right? So for some people, they may find that they want to challenge that voice in a humorous way, yeah. right? Okay. So even, even like, you know, make a funny voice, whether it's in your mind or out loud, you know, to challenge that, say, well, I'm not stupid, you're stupid. You know, who are you to tell <laughs> me? You know, that, you know, make it funny, right? Some yeah. people resonate with that, um, you know, uh, or, or, you know, again, just the constant uh, habit will will really start to make that easier. For example, um, even compliments. People have a very difficult time accepting compliments. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. So someone will accepting, say, Accepting, hey. you've got to say thank you. People usually brush it off. Oh, sure. no, oh, no, I don't. I, no, no, that's okay. I'll say something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. They totally okay. obliterate the compliment because they don't believe they deserve it. Right. Yeah. So your mind immediately is going to say, well, oh, oh, a great shirt. Oh, yeah. Well, I got this on sale. Oh, it looks better on so and so. Look better on the rack. Uh, oh, your hair looks <laughs> great. Well, oh, it's so dried out. You know, there's all these things. I that can relate to that one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. So for, for, I created a technique called the act, which is accepting compliment technique. So okay. when you're given a compliment, uh, you want to make the compliment bigger, blow it up, right? right. So blow it up like a big giant balloon, right? The yeah. bigger, the better, make it as grand as you like. And so the thing is when you're, when you're taking that compliment and you're making it bigger, what you're doing is now making the original compliment seem much more plausible. So your brain can say, oh, actually, yeah, I, I can believe that because the other one is so big and giant, right? And you're like, yeah. okay, so I'm going to make that original compliment seem just like an ordinary little thing that I can say I, I believe that. Say, for example, if somebody says, um, you know, you're, you're beautiful or you're handsome, 
right? There you go. Simple compliment. And then, yeah. you know, you're going to say, oh, no, I look so ugly today. Or, oh, did you, but did you see this? Yeah. I got a big pimple it's on like my a face. deflection, instant deflection. Instant deflection. And you're mm. also um, deflecting um, and, and almost like, uh, insulting the person who's giving you that compliment. Yeah, yeah. Compliment is a give and take exchange, right? Actually, you, you know what? You, in some regards, you're making them feel stupid for saying it. Exactly. There you They've go. They've gone out of a limb. They've actually shown a little bit of vulnerability by expressing mm -hmm. how they feel. And then you've gone, you've rubbished it by deflecting it and sending it back to them pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, mm, absolutely. Yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely. It's just a little thing. That's a small thing. But mm. if you start to recognize your pattern and that, um, oh, you can't accept a compliment, you start to change it and say, well, hold on a second. Why am I doing this? And 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 I know this because that was me. I could not accept a compliment. It's yeah, a okay. And was it uncomfortable yeah. when you started practicing that? Um, it took some time. It yeah. took some time to ab absolutely just say thank you and just leave it at that. You know, just zip it. <laughs> just leave it so at you, that. Did you feel you felt awkward? accepting oh. it you weren't sure what to do with it yes yeah but now it's great hey i'll take those compliments keep them coming i appreciate it and you know what the thing is is that you also want to compliment yourself we have to become our own best cheerleader pat yeah. yourself on the back acknowledge your wins and successes because no matter, no matter how small yep yes totally totally mm. yeah but um, you know, there's so many opportunities in the day to acknowledge yourself and to to really mm. say, hey, listen, I did a good job. Maybe it wasn't the best or the great thing, and you know, or or what you intended. But there's some success there. You have to acknowledge that. I think it's important you pointed out there. So about what you intended. So if you intended to put your best foot forward, it's really really important not to uh, berate yourself and and give yourself compassion for even putting your foot forward and and giving it a go rather yeah. than going, I put my foot forward and start comparing the outcome to maybe what someone else would have done or what mm -hmm. you think should have happened. I think importantly, we, if, we, if our self-talk can so easily keep putting ourselves down or being hard on ourselves, and one of the comments that Lee has stuck with me over the years is, how would you talk to a friend or a relative if they were going through the same thing? And if you were to talk to a friend or relative going through the same thing, you will find that you'll be a whole lot friendlier and a lot more encouraging and supportive than you are on yourself. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really interesting how it works. We, like you said, we need to be our biggest cheerleader. Mm -hmm. And I think... And, it, and also... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, you're right. I was going to say, and also to to recognize that you you there's nobody else on the planet like you, right? There's nobody yeah. else on the planet like you. So you have to embrace that, embrace embrace your individualism, and then understand that there's no point in comparing yourself with anyone because there are no two people on this planet that are alike. Okay, so if you can recognize that you um, are this beautiful individual soul and you have your own life purpose, then you step forward, you know, put your best foot forward and not be afraid to do that and, and recognize that rather than comparing yourself, you should be creating, creating your life, creating yeah. what you love, design a life that you love, be who you are. Absolutely agree. So first of all, affirmations start uh, reaffirming what's great within yourself, no matter how small you want to start. It could mm -hmm. simply be, I got up out of bed this morning earlier than I usually did. Something even so small. Or yeah. I decided to have a healthy breakfast instead of run by uh, mm -hmm. McDonald's, grab a coffee and a bacon egg McMuffin. So something yeah. like, no matter how small, celebrate that. Celebrate the win. And mm -hmm. you've also mentioned about accepting compliments. 
technique. So it's a matter of really accepting it and that means saying thank you for the compliment mm -hmm. and probably giving compliments too. I think giving is an important part, not just receiving. Giving also yeah. helps you feel good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a benefit to the giver and the receiver for sure. And so again, making that compliment bigger is so key. So you want to add, add something to that, right? Like yeah. I said, you know, I gave an example of, you know, let's say you're beautiful, you're handsome. It's like, yeah, I'm the most beautiful person. <laughs> in you know, I'm, I'm a supermodel, whatever, right? Yeah, 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 love it, own it. Yeah. Yeah, own it, own it. Yeah. And then, you know, and then you come back to the original compliment of I am beautiful. Now it feels like, hey, actually, yeah, that's not so bad. It's not so far fetched anymore, right? Yeah. But also to really um, you know, become aware of the negative narrative, that continuous loop in our brains yeah. that keeps on repeating over and over. So when we become aware of that, we want to immediately bring down the volume on that. So there's a technique I have in my book on just bringing down the volume um, to, to stop that, that incessant loud narrative, that voice that is so mm. limiting. And so, you know, it's so essential to become aware of that. And when you find yourself becoming um, critical of yourself, you got to change that thought pattern immediately. Switch it, switch it. Mm. Just think of something else immediately yeah. because you're interrupting that neural network. And if you keep interrupting the pattern, that's when you can now start to create a new neural network, a new pattern that's actually going to serve you, not sabotage you. Uh, I agree. Absolutely. And I think the, it's important to reiterate and recap a few things you spoke about. So as we grow up, we are programmed and we take in a whole lot of information that we end up identifying with as adults. And we take that into our adult life and we have these beliefs that are effectively running our thinking and running how we approach life and what we feel about how we're going, whether we have any sort of self-worth or we feel deserved of what's going on, even a compliment. And I think I wanted to reiterate that we've been able to take in that information and build our identity on it. So that means we can actually take in different information and build a different identity on it. So importantly, uh, I just wanted to give people the confidence that you can change it. You just need to be active about it. I think you made an important point is become aware of that negative narrative, that self-talk, become aware of how much that is actually happening throughout a day, reframe it, change what you say, which then ties into some better affirmations, better self-talk, and then compliments. I think when you say compliments as well, it's accepting and receiving a compliment, but also complimenting yourself on how great of a job you're doing in, in, in each and every day, putting your best foot forward no matter how small that is. Yeah. It could Do you be think there's some good tools? Those are some amazing tools. And I yeah. think that um, a simple process of getting out of bed in the morning, you know, for somebody yeah. who is really struggling, um, you know, let's say depression or, or what have you, that success could be getting out of bed in the morning, right? Yes. And so we have to acknowledge that we really need to become our own best cheerleader versus being a critical, um, you know, monster essentially to ourselves. Mm. Right? We, we are, we're pretty brutal on ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not nice. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not at all. And like I was saying before, that the, if you can think about how you would encourage or support a friend or family member going through the same thing or having those thoughts, you'd be far kinder, far, far mm -hmm. kinder than you are actually on yourself. Indeed. So, so while we're talking about narratives and programming, what, uh, tell us about your experience with money. What do you remember hearing about money or wealth and rich people when you were growing up? 
So, uh, you know, my father, you know, blessed his soul, a wonderful person, you know, kind man, but uh, skewed, skewed beliefs when it comes to money. So money was um, scarce, right? So money was always very hard to come by for him. Uh, he worked very hard, but also, you know, money went out quickly. And so there was never enough. That's one thing. Um, but, but also when it comes to wealth or rich people, he believed that rich people uh, were crooks, right? So right. yeah. And, and they're taking away from other people. They're crooks. Uh, they're greedy. They're selfish. And so that, um, I would say, was, you know, the biggest, the biggest, okay. uh, you know, beliefs around money. And that has stuck with you? Has that affected where you are now in life? So, I mean, it, it definitely, I mean, I picked up that pattern as well, right? Yeah. We, we mimic behaviors, uh, we pick up patterns. And yeah. so, um, you know, even, even uh, you know, when I was starting to make, you know, more money and more money was coming in, I was spending money like crazy. So, you know, the oh. money was going out, the money was going out because I had a financial set point. So I was comfortable with a certain amount and I, and it was like, I was used to spending all the money and I was used to being in debt because that's what I learned. That was yeah. what happened. And so that- And if you were to have money, if you were to have money, you were a crook. I was taking from people, yeah, from other people, uh, and I certainly wouldn't want to be that person. <laughs> no, <Right? Yeah. laughs> you got enough self negative self talk going on. You didn't need that one as well. Yes, geez, I'll at least add one more layer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, okay. it's a it, that was a process. It was a process to to. Is it, is it still uh, a process for you? It's still I have moments of it. Absolutely, one hundred percent. You know, it's. Um, it, you just start to get to a point where things are just almost too good. And now you start to challenge that. Yeah, Your yeah. brain starts to challenge that and will throw in something to say, oh, yeah, you think you're doing great right now? Well, let me show you. So some unexpected expense will pop up or what have you. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you spend some ridiculous amount of money on something that seemed great at the time. And, you know, maybe it was not not necessarily in your financial uh, budget, right? But um, you do it anyway. And there's these things yeah. that we do. Um, sub subconsciously, again, we have to become aware of what those what those beliefs are. But I mean, we all can absolutely overcome that when you understand that you have that financial set point. You can switch the gauge. Let's move that dial up, right to to what we want. And yes. so, uh, certainly, there's ways to overcome that. And what are some ways that you use to overcome that? Well, first of all, you have to have the belief that you deserve it. Right, because that's. I think that's vital. I really do. Yeah, mm. I agree. Yeah, and and you have to look at what it is that's really holding you back. So I, I looked at um, some things in in my life, you know, around my father, and and you know, I felt guilty. I felt really guilty for for making good money. Um, yeah. I okay. Like yeah. And I thought, Ooh, well, how can I make more money than my father who worked his butt off and uh. struggled and, you know, it was so hard for him. And how can I just come in and make all this money? And then now that makes me a bad person and I don't want to be a bad person. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was so a very self-defeatist type attitude. Yeah. Yeah. So you created sure. that awareness of that. Was there a particular moment that you thought, hang on, this has got to change. I do deserve more and I do deserve to go after this ambition or this accomplishment. What, what sort of triggered for you? Do you remember? 
So I don't remember specifically um, what was triggered in terms of, you know, the financial aspect of it, but I think it's all related, right? So I I mean, as I had mentioned, and I write about it in my book, I had uh, quite a traumatic experience happen that really changed everything for me. And it made me become hyper aware of my limiting beliefs. Like it was like, boom, here they are. And there's a ton of them. I I was filled with insecurities and limiting beliefs. Yeah, there was, there's a ton of them. And so I was like, wow, and this is not normal. It's not normal. Nobody should have this level of, of uh, doubt and, and, and anxiety and fear and all that stuff, right? It's not, that's That's not not how life should be. No, no. I I think it's important to point out that's what actually was instilled in us. We do have Mm -hmm. a little bit of that wiring, which we're wired for safety. Mm-hmm. And, if we, and if we end up in one of those situations where we're stepping out of our comfort zone, the way I visualise it is we're sticking our neck out a little bit. And if we you know, look back at the analogy around our caveman wiring, we stuck our head out of the cave a little bit and then there's a saber-toothed tiger waiting to take it off. So we pull our head back in and we stay mm-hmm. in our cave, which is our safety zone. Mm-hmm. So it's something like um, yeah, we are wired to do, but unfortunately in this era where we have so much fear or we're scared of things, it's we're scared of being late for work or we're scared of being judged in a public mm-hmm. speaking event or we're scared of not actually achieving what we feel we should be achieving. So it's it's not life-threatening, but we're behaving like it is and we, we live this life in, under sort of so much stress and anxiety mm-hmm. purely by trying to chase down what we think we should be doing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's because, um, you know, we've become patterned, right? So yep. we've fallen into that pattern and it creates the same physical uh, issues in the body, right? So a simple daily stress creates that life-threatening situation. So biochemically in the body. So it's activating the sympathetic uh, nervous system. And so that sets us into a whole state of hyperarousal. We become hyper-stressed. And yeah, we don't want to, uh, you know, experience that. So we avoid it. But if we look at it, you know, we can all reprogram the mind. Fear, the, the, the mind, uh, the brain is the mechanism of the brain is exactly the same. We all have the same mechanism of the brain. So we're all different, but the mechanism itself is the same. So we can override fear by taking small action. You have to take a small action, right? So let's say you have a fear of heights. You're not going to go from being terrified (laughs) to bungee jumping off the CN Tower or the highest tower in the world, right? See, I I did a different – well, actually, no, you're right. I did a slightly different extreme. If you're scared of heights, you're not going to go skydiving. So I blew yeah. mine right out. <laughs> Did you? There you go, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So funny. But so I, I also, ha- uh, you know, I had a fear of heights and I, yeah. I challenged myself. I walked across the um, Capilano Bridge, or I think it was the Capilano Bridge in uh, Vancouver. And this huge bridge way up high. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I know I am fearing, I feel fear. My body's shaking, I'm sweating. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I was conscious, I became aware of it. And I thought, is this fear real? Is it real or is it an irrational fear? And so when you know that it's irrational, that's, that's a mind-made fear. There's yes. nothing there. And that, that can apply was- in general life as a day-to-day, not necessarily standing on an ultra-high bridge or building yeah. ready to jump. Yeah, yeah, people have yeah. that fear. Like public speaking, it's, I think it's one of the most well-known worldwide fears of standing up yes. in a group of people and talking. But yeah. we're, it's bizarre how it works. We, we fear and get scared. We have that the, the sweats and we feel it in our, the pit of our stomach, that nervousness. It's like mm-hmm. literally we're going to be under attack. But we're just talking yeah. to people. 
it's, it's so bizarre. Funny, I know, right? Like yeah, they yeah. say that people would prefer if they're at a funeral, they'd rather be, you know, in the casket versus yeah. getting the, right? <laughs> That's so extreme. That's pretty it's, severe. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. And I think again it's the it's the awareness, isn't it? I think, Mm -hmm. compliment yourself be compassionate on yourself and be aware of those thoughts and yeah. and forgive yourself so look you know i can understand where you're coming from this might sound a little crazy but you end up talking to yourself and forgiving yourself going okay i forgive you for that thought let's try mm -hmm. a new one let's reframe it choose again yeah and that's where the affirmations come in totally and don't yeah. beat yourself up if you can't pass surpass that fear in that moment it's okay you're human right there'll be moments you're going to be challenged and that's okay so exactly. if you are on a bridge take that first step across don't look at the end goal of you know getting to the end take one step see what yeah. happens because you can turn fear into exhilaration uh, you know and satisfaction by taking action take some small action yeah, yeah. you uh, don't have to stay in the fear happen. yeah you're paralyzed yeah. by the fear yeah choose again choose yeah. another thought choose again uh and you had mentioned forgiveness now uh mm. that's a big thing forgiveness is a game changer there's two two things that i think are the most important and it really changes everything in life one is forgiveness and the other is gratitude so I was we, just about to add gratitude if you weren't going to. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. I agree. Yes, same, same pattern. There we go. Same so mindset. I love that. Let's talk about gratitude now. Let's give a, a bit of a, a rundown of uh, a couple of examples of practicing it and then what mm -hmm. the outcome is. Yes, indeed. Well, okay. So um, I practice gratitude on a daily basis. So I start my morning by writing out two pages of gratitude in my journal. Now, you don't have to write two pages. You can simply no. write, you know, five things, ten things, one thing, two things, three, whatever. Some, do something. Start small again. Write a couple yeah. of things, and it, it does just simply as you practice it, it just flows a lot more, and that's how you end up to two pages. Indeed, because yeah. I, I was nowhere near two pages when no. I first started doing it. Right? Neither was and I, yeah. 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 And you know, because sometimes you get so stuck in the negative moments in life that you find it hard to appreciate what's around you, but there's always, yeah. they simultaneously exist, the good and the bad all the time or the negative and positive, because yeah. really it's what it's our perception that makes those good or bad. Right. Um, yeah. And we fear that we're lacking. So we're always focused on what we're missing out on, but the practice of gratitude fills that cup back up. You realize yes. what you already have around you. And when you feel more abundant, you're going to feel a lot more at ease and a lot happier, that's for sure. Yes, and you attract more of that to you, right? The, yeah. It's like you know, that you're vibrating to a different frequency and then you're attracting more of that because when you start to see it, you're going to see more of it. Um, again, it's like it's another pattern, right? Yeah. Um, so gratitude, a total game changer. It changes your state instantly. You yep. cannot be uh, you know, depressed and practice gratitude at the same time. It's one or the other, right? So if you are fully present yeah. in that moment of expressing gratitude, attitude that's all that exists in that moment and so being able to say hey listen I'm really grateful for the fact that today is another yeah. day I'm here on this planet that could be that one thing of gratitude mm. if you can't yeah, find anything else that's a good one to just fall back on right it's really yeah. simple like I'm so grateful for my delicious perfect morning cup of coffee I'm grateful yeah. that I have a pen to write my gratitude list with little things and anything like that I'm grateful that you know my children smiled today they yeah. were happy I'm 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 grateful that I made somebody else's day today you know I'm grateful yeah. that something out the door for me there's so many things to be grateful for it's endless. oh absolutely yeah which then shows you how much how abundant your life already is and while mm. you've been on this sort of constant treadmill or the hamster wheel of chasing 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 down a dream 
And it reminds me of that Tom Petty song, Running Down a Dream. It's mm-hmm. you're just continually running and chasing, you're forgetting what you already have. And that's why you end up feeling so dissatisfied and unfulfilled. But gratitude mm-hmm. definitely helps replace all that. Absolutely, I agree. I can attest to that because I've been practicing myself for a number of years. Yeah, I think uh, it's so key and I'm glad that you do that because it truly, I think, is, is a game changer um, when you can do Absolutely. that on a daily basis, you know, the more the better. Um, and, and don't beat yourself up if you miss a day. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Compliment <laughs> yourself for doing that you've already done it for however long, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? So, so let's, I mean, uh, oh, sorry, you're right. No, go ahead. I, I, I was just going to say, I think, I think you've made some really, really important points and my hope is that the listeners, we we get these little gold nuggets of information they can take and apply in their own life. So particularly by your experience, your own personal experience, your own personal practice over a number of years and coming from a place of uh, post-traumatic stress to change your life, your public speaking, your hosting events, you're on, you host a show on a radio program and I'll get you to tell us about that soon. Radio program in, in Canada, you've written a book and I think it's just a, an amazing story where, and, and such a, a story of the proof is in the actions and that it can be done. I, what I would refer to you as, uh, like all of us, we're all the same. You've faced some pretty traumatic times, but you've turned it around and look at what you've created. And it's all because of the practices, what you've outlined today. And I just wanted to recap those. So one, uh, be aware. Be aware of your negative self-talk. Be aware of the narrative that's going over in your head every day. Uh, number two, not necessarily in order, but number two is compliment yourself and accept compliments. Uh, number three, affirmations, practice those affirmations. Tell yourself a better story. Number four, gratitude, practice gratitude on a daily basis. What do you think, Tanya? You think there are some good four points that people could use or is it something else you'd like to add? I think those are incredible points um, that can really, truly shift your entire life in all aspects. Um, and one thing that is, is, is really essential is to look at your negative experiences as opportunities. Yes. And so growth experience, what can you learn from it? And do experiences sometimes really suck? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Are they painful? Yes. Yeah. But there is a, a beautiful lesson in each of those experiences. And I'm talking about, you know, the, the worst experiences sometimes, or, or not sometimes. I think they all, all of our worst experiences in life are our biggest blessings. But yeah. it can take you a really long time to figure it out and to look for what that blessing and that reward or that, that learning experience is. But I promise if you look for it, it is there. It's definitely always there, but life is so so much of a struggle sometimes that we don't see it or we're stuck in the negative. So we yeah. believe life is a struggle. So we're not able to fully express and to see that. But I look at all of my challenges in life um, and some experiences that I would never want to go through again. And I certainly would not wish it upon anyone else. Yeah. But, the, but the thing is, is that I would not take those experiences back because of yeah. what it taught me and a lesson and a learning and now what I have to offer other people I think is a beautiful gift so I look at now uh, my, oppor- my my challenges and I say those were gifts and now um, when new challenges come I kind of already know it's like all right this may not be good I'm gonna brace myself but at the end of it and when I can get through it and get past it above or beyond it then I know that there is something there that yeah. is helping me to become a better version of myself because you've practiced it <clears throat> and time and time again you've overcome. 
That's really yeah. cool. Really cool. Thank you very much. And now we're going to finish off with a little bit of fun. So these are some uh, impulsive responses. We don't want you to look for the right response. We just want you to oh. respond to what comes to your mind <laughs> okay, first. Okay, <laughs> okay. So what's your motto in life? This, oh, sorry, this is our fast five. What's your motto in life? Be vulnerable. Cool. What are you a massive pain in the butt with? Uh, perfectionism. <laughs> ah, right. <laughs> what's the weirdest thing you are afraid of? The weirdest thing that I'm afraid of? Um, yeah. Oh, geez. I don't know if it's weird, but I'm afraid of spiders. No, that's not so weird. You've got something that's else. That's not weird. I did I ask think... for impulsive, but if you've got something else. <laughs> oh, geez. I don't, I, nothing's coming to mind. I'm okay. sure there's something. <laughs> that's all right. How would yeah. you spend a million dollars if you received it right now? Would you tell anyone? Why or why not? Oh, um, yeah. I would, I would tell people because I'd want to share it. And so I would... Um, well, first of all, go on a phenomenal trip and just um, allow people to just have the freedom to be themselves, right? Just like a little pause, a little break. And yep. um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. And who would you swap lives with for a day just to experience their life? The Dalai Lama. Mm, yeah, that actually... Mm -hmm. That sounds good. So darn good. <laughs> oh, my God. I, just, I had to get inside that brain. <laughs> it looks like oh. just such a peaceful, calm existence, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. That would just be truly incredible. I, yeah. I really would love that experience. Um, yeah. But, but have, also, you, have you met him? I have not. Oh. I have not. No. Is that have an you? ambition? No, no. No way. Eh? I'd love to. I think that'd be just the energy itself, mm. um, you know, incredible. Um but yeah, to be inside that mind. <laughs> yeah. Fascinating. And, and how did he get there? Is, yeah. um, how did he get to that place? All right, now what I want to ask you, please, Tanya, is please give us a plug. Give us a plug of your show and your book and how can we get in touch with you? Awesome. Well, my book is available on Amazon worldwide. It's Breaking the Stupid Mold. It's a book for the reader. So it is for you, uh, loaded with personal experiences, but for you to actually apply to your own life. Um, and uh, I have a show called The Mindset Mentor. It's also available um, as a podcast at saga960.ca uh, or on Spreaker, Spotify. Uh, there's a whole bunch of... Uh, so The Mindset here. Mentor and Saga is S-A-U-G-A. Yes, if anyone's yes. looking for that as well. Okay. And yes. how can we get in touch with you? Yeah, you can find me uh, at tanyacoller.com or also ignitelifemastery.com, which is my personal development company. Uh, super excited to be launching a, uh, a webinar coming up soon with a phenomenal course on how to unlock your potential, ignite your inner worth, and, and be the best version of yourself. Sounds awesome. Look, I really love talking to you. I think you've got some... Awesome information, awesome tips that you can provide people to live a better life, break their stupid mold and experience. Yes, get rid of that. <laughs> Crush it. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you very much for your time. I uh, appreciate you being on and I look forward to talking to you again soon sometime. Thank you so much, Kai. It's been such a pleasure. Always love chatting with you and, uh, yeah, sharing, sharing, uh, you know, experience with like-minded people. So thank you for the experience. Thank you for listening to It's More Than Money. This podcast has been recorded and produced at Brisbane Podcasting Centre. Before we go, don't forget to click on the subscribe button for this podcast and wherever you listen to it, give it a rating as well. If you'd like to find out more, you can always go to our website, perinfg.com. 
or you can find us on Facebook and LinkedIn. Please leave a suggestion for a future topic if you wish. Either way, we'd love to hear from you, so let us know your thoughts. We'll have another episode soon. Thanks for listening to It's More Than Money. Take care and catch you next time.